Hey, good afternoon and welcome to episode three of the Deliver More series from Intech. My name is Nick. I uh, have the pleasure of interviewing three members of the sales team. You've probably talked to these guys on the phone before, but I just want you to, to uh, say hello to Patrick. How are you? Patrick, technical we have, sales. We also have Steve Bucci with us today. Hey guys, how are you doing? And also Tyler. Tyler, welcome. Thanks for being here. Everyone, thanks for joining us. And listen, I, I really do want to thank you all uh, for being part of this today. Um, this is a great opportunity to kind of get, you know, draw back the curtain and for people to learn a little bit more about day-to-day -day operations and the people, you know, put some personality behind the voices they hear when they uh, pick up the phone and you're kind enough to help them out. It's November. Uh, it's been about 200, by the time we publish this, it's going to be probably uh, 215 days since you guys have been together at the workplace. So it's, it's very rare that, that we all see each other in this context again, uh, but it, it's just very cool to have you here and to be part of this. And, and today I wanted to begin, we've got three little parts to our talk today. Today I wanted to begin with a little, you know, kind of reflective piece. Everyone loves a good origin story. And I wanted to begin with how you got here, what brought you to Intech. Patrick, I wanted to start with you. You and Tyler were, uh, you came in around the same time or at the same time? Yeah, we were the, the freshman class of uh, 2018, so to speak. But uh, yeah, I mean, a little bit of a background on me. Um, I grew up, born and raised in Delaware. Um, went to uh, St. Elizabeth High School, went to college at Wilmington University. Didn't really know uh, exactly uh, that my path would lead me into to sales, especially on the Teflon side. But when the opportunity presented itself, I thought, you know, this was a great place to, uh, to land and um, more than happy been here now for a little over two years so um, lo loved my time here at Intech and all the people including you know you three here. So uh, right along the, the, the freshman class we're going to stay in that class briefly here Tyler uh, give us a quick background uh, along the lines of what Patrick did are you are you a Delawarean are you native Delawarean? Yeah so I am a Delawarean I uh, went to high school and at Caravel Academy and then I went to college University of Delaware graduated with a degree in chemical engineering with a minor in business administration. Uh, and obviously I'm doing sales as well here at InTech Services and account manager. Uh, hired the same day as Patrick, came in and I've been loving it ever since, about, uh, a little over two years now. So we have, we have a, a Caravelle guy and a St. E's guy. And it's, it's interesting because um, when I look around this place, I'm very familiar with school environments. I spent 13 years in school myself. And when education is happening, you can tune in, you know it's happening. I started part-time around the same time that you guys did. And I cannot tell you, there are times when I've been daunted and intimidated by how much you guys have had to learn <laughs> since you started out. And just to get your feet wet in this business, we're going to talk about that in a minute because it, it truly does fascinate me. But sticking along the origin story part, Bucci, how did you get to Intech Services? Yeah, so uh, three years ago next week, uh, October 16th, which, happen which happens to be my birthday as well, I mm -hmm. uh, started here at InTech. I uh, was in the physical therapy field for, for many years before that, a good 15 years plus. And uh, I hit a, hit a brick wall with my career there. I just kind of felt like uh, I wasn't being challenged enough for quite some time and realized I wanted to take a leap elsewhere and uh, put some feelers out and uh, ended up here at Intech. And uh, ever since, loving it. It's been one of the best moves I think I've ever made in my life, so. 
Looking well, forward it, to many more years, Seth. Very good. Very good. Happy uh, early birthday to you there, Mr. Thank Bruce. you. Thank you. Well, I, uh, I've, I've learned this from uh, a couple of, of the higher ups here that as a hiring procedure, not really focused on bringing somebody in with substantial um, you know, experience in Teflon. What we're looking for is people with no fear. We're looking with, we're for people who are going to engage and people who will pick up the phone. Um, and there's a great deal of trust that's required, I think, by your employer and then on your part as well, because you have to trust that they're going to teach you everything that they have to teach you in order to do this job day to day. Was it a bit intimidating when you started, Patrick? Because you know, I'm learning this right now, hundreds of products, uh, hundreds of applications. How, was it intimidating to start out knowing you had to learn a product line that's complex like that? Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, it's, it took me back to, to school, so to speak. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's a background that I wasn't too versed in. And, you know, seeing all the different product codes, yeah, it was a little bit daunting. Um, but, you know, with, with the supportive staff and uh, in particular, Chris Lord really helping out break things down. Um, you know, o- over the span of a few months, I was able to really kind of, you know, feel my way through the product line. And, um, you know, after a while, that, that dauntingness of it started to, to fade away a little bit and became a little more manageable. Were you always comfortable on the phone, Patrick? Uh, you know, actually I wasn't, um, you know, I, I was more of a, uh, you know, texting kind of, kind of kid growing sure. up. Um, you know, it was always kind of intimidated getting on the phone, calling your friends to, to set up a meeting or go over whatever the case is. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, coming into here, um, you know, it was a challenge that I really wanted to, to kind of take for my own personal self. And, uh, you know, after again, you know, a few months, once you get a little bit more familiar with the product line, um, you know, naturally my personality kind of came out and, uh, you know, it became a lot more comfortable. I know that uh, just hearing you uh, in my day-to-day operations, just hearing you on the phone with people, it's amazing how comfortable you've gotten, how, how knowledgeable you are at this point. And I think a great deal of comfort has to be afforded to who's on the other end of that call with you. Um, so you got you to gotta be really proud of that. As somebody who's a former teacher, I'm like, my God, these guys really, in the course of a few months, they got the thing down. Steve, did you have the same kind of, uh, you know, that, that, that experience that Patrick described as it's like we're back in school. Absolutely. Uh, it- <laughs> That's the way I always refer to it. Cause I, you know, I talk to my friends about this often. They're like, what are you doing now? If I haven't seen them in a while. And they're, and they're always, you know, kind of amazed at the, the, the amount of technical knowledge you need once you get talking about it and all the different industries we have to serve. And it, it really, you know, goes to show to, to Patrick's point that I, I say it the same way. I felt like I was back in school for a good six months to a year almost, you know, I mean, so yeah. before you really start to feel comfortable with this stuff and all the ins and outs and you're still learning things. Um, yeah, it, it was, uh, it was challenging, but, um, you know, through this process, you know, being pop quizzed while I was here, uh, <laughs> several times, you know, really put me in check to make sure I, you know, got a hold of what I needed to know to get the job done and to really help all the customers out with these things that they're it, looking for. You reach a point though, where you think, by God, that's the last goddamn test I'm going to take, whether oh, that's a, whatever. Yeah. And then that's you, like, I, I went home a couple nights. If I get one more damn test, I'm, I, I think I'm, I might uh, put my two weeks in, you know, nah, I'm teasing. <laughs> no, it was, it, that's exactly, that's now that's a complete joke. <laughs> it was, it was what really got me through though. It really did. It really made sure, you know, it was, it was very well done and um, you know, it was challenging enough to make sure I had to know it. And like I said, it was uh, well worth it. But he was already thanked before uh, with Chris Lord, and Chris has helped me in a 
a great deal, just getting my feet Absolutely. wet enough Absolutely. and getting me comfortable enough where I can kind of have a conversation this way. But when he was describing the, the tests, the, the side-by-sides, he described yes. some, some uh, quizzes that were administered by a certain Mike Patterson that he just described as quote-unquote brutal. Um, and, and that learning curve, I don't know if a lot of people have the, the, the fortitude to stick with that at a new job. Sometimes it's enough just to... Just to, uh, to break you. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah Tyler, Tyler, you, with your background, did you approach this like, yeah, it's a new job, but I have to almost have that scholastic approach to it? Yeah, I'll tell you what, as soon as I graduated college, I was like, thank God I'd taken the last test for a long time. And it was like wrong right after college, back at it again with the tests and the flashcards studying for it. Uh, I think that just such a daunting, you know, product line to learn. There's so many products and it really just took a lot of repetitiveness with the flashcards uh, day after day, just kind of getting in there and really learning it until you became comfortable with it. And, you know, speaking to the test too, I remember um, one particular time we have our cool downs every Friday from uh, you know three to four o'clock till we're done for the day. And about three 30 on a Friday, you know, you're, you're kind of thinking this is it for the week. I'm done time to go home and enjoy the weekend. And then here sure. comes Mike Patterson rolling around the corner <laughs> with a quiz for us right in front of the entire sales room. And it was a, uh, it was pretty daunting to say the least, but I think we got through it all right. And you know, he's got that, he's got a devilish smile as he just yeah. heaps that trouble on you. On the, he knows on the what he's doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he certainly does. So if, if I can, and I'm, I'm talking with three guys that, that are, uh, that you guys don't have any problem being honest and sincere. What, and I'll, whoever wants to answer this one first, because I honestly don't have a, a place I'm directing it. Was there ever a point where you felt, like maybe the connection's not there. Maybe this isn't for me. Did you have a moment where you kind of struggled that way? Hmm. Uh, I'll go first. Go I mean, ahead. I'll, I'll say this. Like uh, after a few of those quizzes, you start maybe a little <laughs> bit of self-doubt for a split second. You know, you can't let that hold on for too, more, too sure. long, but kind of creeps in. Um, you know, it, it's uh, like Tyler said, a lot of flashcard review, yeah. you know, uh, and, and kind of trying to break down those product codes, mm-hmm. you know, it could be a little bit daunting, but you know, like, like, uh, like we've all said, um, you continue to push through, you, 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 you trust in yourself that you're going to pick it up. And, uh, you know, a lot of the phone work that we've done has, yeah. has kind of helped educate us as well. But yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you that, that, that thought came through maybe once or twice early on for sure. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I agree with Patrick on that. I mean, there was a couple of times where, you know, I knew I wasn't going to, you know, f- quit, you know, for say, but the, the thought crossed your mind as far as, you know, geez, I, and especially for me, I mean, I was, uh, you know, further along in my career than, than, than uh, Tyler and Patrick. Uh, at that point in my life, I was like, geez, do I really want this headache? Should I just go back? And, you know, I had that, uh, you know, uh, safety net to fall back on with my previous career. Do I want to just go back into that? And I said, nah, you know what? This is what I wanted. I wanted a new challenge and uh, pushed me through for sure. Yeah, and I think, I think for me, the scary part came when, you know, I'm a numbers guy. I always have been so learning the, the product codes. They're all numbers. It, it wasn't too bad, and I got comfortable with it pretty quickly, but it's then using it and applying it, uh, applying all that knowledge you just learned real time over the phone with someone who's sitting there. It's, it's a live conversation. You got to be, be ready for it and be on your toes to help them, help them out and apply that information. Tyler, was it, was it the phone work that kind of led you to a point where you're thinking to yourself, you know what? I think I know this stuff. Not, not that I know everything, but I think I can do this. Well, that's certainly the best way to, to do it. Just get your feet wet and just dive in head first. I mean, when that first phone call, you know, comes in and you just learned all this new knowledge and it's still all brand new to you, your heart's racing and they, they get on the phone and they throw all these numbers at you, these questions, and you're just hoping you can answer them. 
Um, and eventually, you know, you, you might fumble a little bit or falter, but uh, eventually you get the hang of it and you get, build your confidence up and then that's, keep moving forward. There's no, there's no way of, there's, there's no better way of learning something than knowing that you have to teach it, apply it, present it in some way, because then all the pressure's on you. You got to communicate yeah. that. And yeah. I think it's, it's kind of healthy that here uh, you're granted the opportunity to learn a business and, and, and learn a business like this one. Uh, and then there's also that clear directive that you have to know your product and you have to apply it. So um, take me a little bit into that coding selection process. Uh, the phone rings. Uh, what's your rule here? Has to be picked up by what? Second ring. Second, second ring. ring. It's picked yeah. up on the second ring. First. So, first ring. Come on. Yeah. By the second <laughs> ring. First ring. Way to get me. Um, no, the, uh, the, uh, the moment you pick that phone up, Patrick, we'll start with you. Mm -hmm. What's a good first question that you uh, will ask when you're trying to help a customer in that selection process? I mean, the, the big thing is, you know, are you familiar with Teflon coatings first and foremost? You know, that kind of helps out, especially if you don't know who the person is calling in. We got a pretty you know, big customer base here. And we do get a lot of calls from people who are, you know, regularly applying this material. But say, say it's somebody that heard about the Teflon brand name and wants to get involved. The big, the big question is, well, what's your reason for coding? You know, mm -hmm. why, why do you feel the need for a Teflon coating? And are you familiar with the processes that are involved in applying them? How about you, Steve? First, first good question to help a customer. First good question. We need to figure out what, what substrate you putting this on. What are we trying to code here? You know, we don't want, uh, you know, things that our material won't adhere to that won't be a fit for. I mean, there's definitely some, you know, some substrates out there, you know, a rubber, for instance, um, you know, I've, I get that one often, um, you know, a lot of the times the cure temps for our material, they're, you know, that, that substrate is not going to hold up to it. You know, you get you get far enough along in a conversation. Uh, I learned that back a while ago, where you know I got probably thirty minutes in, and I forgot to ask that big question. You know, what what are we what are you trying to put this on? You know, it's great that it's this and it's this big and it's this much material you're going to need, and I forgot to ask that. I'll never forget that. That happened a couple of years ago. But uh, substrate is a big one. Definitely, we want to uncover what that is before we even you know start to look at possibilities of product selection. So on the, the, let's go on to the customer's end, uh, Tyler, if we could, uh, what, what's good information that a customer can have ready when they, when they talk to you on the phone that's the intern going to help you out? Yeah, definitely. There's, there's plenty of information that a customer can bring to the table. I mean, first, you know, as many details as they can bring is always going to help us out. Um, but more specifically, if there's going to be any food contact, that's a really big one, especially because we have products that are FDA approved and some that aren't FDA approved. And if they're trying to do an application with food contact and you're going to recommend a product that's not FDA approved, you can really lead them down a wrong path pretty quickly. Um, and along that line, you also have chemical resistance as well. If they're going to be seeing any corrosive chemicals at high concentrations of temperatures, it could really degrade the coating pretty quickly. So again, you want to make sure you're providing them the right coating for that application that's going to work for them. Understood. Now, as far as your phone work is concerned, we're all, we've all made changes within the last, uh, well, ever since, you know, that, that second week in March. Has your work on the phone changed at all uh, during that time? Are people, are people a little bit more, um, do they want to talk a little bit more? Are they a little bit more open or a little bit more pleasant in, in your experience, Steve? Yeah, I think at first uh, there was some pushback, you know, uh, where people were almost a little fearful. So they were like, oh, you know, we're, we've got to worry about, you know, 
you know, a lot of these guys are diverse enough in some other areas um, mm -hmm. that they do besides outside the Teflon coating. They were worried about, you know, making sure that part, you know, for instance, was, uh, you know, still available for them. They weren't going to be affected there. So there, I think initially, I, from my experiences, if I remember back, looking back, yeah, there was some, there was definitely some pushback, but now, um, you know, once, once uh, the new normal kicked in, yeah. lack of better words, I feel people definitely had a little bit more time to talk. And uh, it was a great time to have some conversations. I think it opened the door up for us to to explore new options for them, to look at, uh, you know, possibly uh, trialing some new some new material, uh, testing things of that nature. Looking for uh, rework was a great thing that we uh, that we attacked there for people that had some shutdowns in their plants, so they mm -hmm. could actually recoat some parts that typically don't have the opportunity to during normal times. So yeah. Let's uh, let's start here with the class of 2018 uh, one more time. So Patrick, I'm, I'm tossing the ball to you uh, in your, so you've been here a little bit over two years mm -hmm. in the, in those two years. Have you had a, a moment that has totally stressed you out on a call? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Does <definitely>. one stand out? <laughs> one, one stand out. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, there, there's, there's been a few times on, on the technical side of things where, uh, you know, you're, you're asking questions, but you're not, so to speak, getting answers. Um, and, and that, that could be kind of daunting, can be kind of tough. Um, I, I once had a guy, he was asking for, for light bulbs. He needed light bulbs coated. And that's something that we've seen done in the past. Our, our clear PFA or 532G5310, it's been used on that application uh, for years and years. And uh, this gentleman was telling me about how there's, you know, there's changes in the government coming. It's going to be Teflon. We need Teflon all day, every day. And I kept asking him, I was like, well, what kind of light bulb is it? What kind of light bulb is it? He goes, oh, you know, just a, just a light bulb. I'm like, no, well, there's, there's different kinds of light bulbs. And he just refused to answer, answer the question. And he had said he had, he had to run, go to the, uh, into a meeting. Called a guy back a few times, eventually getting back on the phone. He goes, oh, no, we found, um, we found a, a supplement for it. We're, we're good to go. We found 3,500 light bulbs in the back of the warehouse. So we're, we're good to go for a while. I was like, are you kidding me, man? You call in, you need all this information. We're ready to rock and roll. And then all of a sudden, you know, a couple of weeks later, he tells me, oh, now we're good. We're good. Oh, that's <laughs> interesting. And I love, I love it. It's so good. So polished. You're like this, you could almost see the quotation marks like this gentleman. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure he was a gentleman all the way to you. Um, <laughs> come on. It's, it's amazing which, which you, how professional you guys are uh, having to talk to people whose demands are sometimes, you know, and probably don't even know they're being demanding. Is, uh, have you had an experience, Tyler, in your two and a half years that kind of tested your patience? Oh, I mean, almost every day. <laughs> it's tough. It, it really depends. I mean, sometimes, especially lately, you know, a lot of our, our customers are, some of them are struggling, uh, you know, with what's, go, what's going on in the world, obviously, you know, every business isn't where it used to be. Um, so it's, it's tough to deal with people who are pretty aggressively coming at you looking for discounts or this or that. Um, sometimes you just don't have the answers for them. You can't always give them what they want. You can't always provide the right information right there on the phone. And a lot of them are right here right now and they want their information right now on the phone. But sometimes when you just can't do it, they get frustrated with you. Um, so you just got to continue to be patient and just try to settle them down, uh, talk them off the ledge and just say, you know, I'll, I'll find that information for as soon as I possibly can. But right now I just don't have it. I learned something early on when I was uh, teaching at Bethlehem Catholic up in Illiai Valley where somebody, uh, a, a teacher with 35 years of experience was kind of helping us out. He said that the most important thing, if you don't know the answer, 
tell someone you don't know the answer, that yeah. you're going to get the answer, you're going to work towards it. This is something, you know, you can approach together, but never kind of blow that off like you have all the answers. And, and yeah. I, think, I think that makes a difference with the person on the other end. I truly do. Um, Steve. Yeah. What, what is, uh, you come from a different background, certainly. And I, I don't know the, the day-to-day rigors and stress of what you were going through before in your previous career, but, sure. but there, have there been moments that kind of tested Steve Bucci's pleasantness? Because my God, yeah. you're on the phone and you, you sound like you're everybody's best bud, but I, I, I've never I, heard a meltdown. That's, that's my angle. I, I try, to, try to play that with everybody. Uh, you know, I think you know, a couple of the uh, engineers that are trying to design some new pieces and parts and they... They, you know, I think that's one of the biggest challenges I've experienced with uh, several projects or opportunities where I've been working with. Um, you know, they, they design these, these plans before they start asking questions about different coatings, uh, things like that. So they, they present it that they need something, but then they don't look at, for instance, a, a part geometry, uh, you know, maybe a tight, very tight fitment where someone can't get a, a spray gun into that uh, area. And they, they are refused to change their plans because they're right and you're wrong. Uh, so it, it becomes a battle. But once they realize at the end of the day that they need the performance property from the Teflon coatings, I think, you know, they'll, they'll make some changes to that drawing before they actually, you know, manufacture or, or have the part fabricated uh, in a shop somewhere. That's always, that's always one that, that definitely yeah. pops up for me probably monthly. Really, uh, to, to battle, yeah, yeah, it's it's tough sometimes, you know. And I think another another obstacle uh, in the same realm is, you know, if you if you if we get somebody, we want to make sure that that we're getting our coatings on there. Um, yeah. We want to make sure that they're getting done properly. And sometimes, you know, you pass this off to to a, a coder, and you know, just following up, making sure, even though you might feel like you're bothering them, you, we got to make sure that you know our coatings are going on those parts. Um, there are, you know, there's obviously some competitive offerings out there, but that's always a, a pretty big challenge and kind of, it can, it can uh, definitely cause problems sometimes, you know, where, where you, you feel like there might've been uh, some things that were done that, that maybe we didn't uh, advise being done, you know, whether it's a different type of coding or a different coding as a whole. Well, I can tell you this, just being in the same room and, and working alongside you and, you know, I'm, I'm doing different things, obviously, but all three of you, I, I mean this with all sincerity, um, your approach to what you do is, is exemplary and the way that you conduct yourselves on the phone, which is so important. Uh, first of all, like picking up that phone is important, not, not letting it ring, but the way that you, you deal with customers. I'm always, I, I truly am a, 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 in awe and I'm in awe of, of what you guys have been able to learn about a complex business within the short amount of time. And I mean, you included Steve, that, that is a short amount of time uh, to kind of compile all that information, but not just to keep it here, have to apply it day in, day out. It, it, it truly Absolutely. is a, 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 you got to be proud of it. You're, you're to be commended. I wanted to ask you quickly, because Tyler brought it up um, earlier. We, we all know things are different. Steve used the term, the new normal that we've all been living with for so long. And I, I said that beforehand, that it's been, you know, 200 or so days since we've been, uh, the, the, the workplace has been what we were used to. Um, Patrick, you saw this place when it was full of people every day. You, you see it now when you come in and do your calls. What, what, what's one thing that you miss about day-to-day life at Intech Services? Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's the team. It's having the whole team together. You know, uh, you know we've all kind of developed a, a, a relationship, a tight-knit friendship with each other, I feel like. 
um, you know, between us three and, and Mike as well and, mm-hmm. and Chris Lord and, and Chris Dole as well. I mean, um, you know, we, we all seem to, to get along very well and we all can, we all tend to, to help each other, you know, um, and that, that's the great part about it. When, when you come to work every day and you're around people who are supportive of you and you're around people that, you know, are, are that you can truly consider friends, that, yeah. makes, that makes the job much more enjoyable and it makes the environment you know, much better in terms of, you know, making sure that you're getting your productivity and everything done. I mean, that, that all adds into it. I feel like there's, there's gotta be something else too, depending, you know, based on the kind of work that you're doing, there's a, there's a bit of camaraderie of just like being in the trenches, right? Like, yeah, I just got off this crazy call, you know, you're like, just yeah. to have somebody. Yeah. Sharing there. that experience. Yeah. Nick, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Sharing yeah. that experience. Exactly what you were saying as well. I was thinking about, we get off the call and, and I think, you know, if someone, you know, is having an, an issue and you're, and you're like, man, there's some frustration that's visible in the room, you know, and then, and then people are, are, you know, recognize it. And then when you get off, you have a chance to kind of vent, then about it or share that experience and uh, whether, you know, good or bad, some of them are great. You know, you have a, you have an awesome win. You get to share that with somebody. If you have a, yeah. a you know, a, a shitty call, I mean, it's, it's, it's there. I mean, to share with them as well. And at home as you know, working from home as much as we are, we don't get a chance to share that. How about you, Tyler? Something about the typical business day here that you just, you, you, you miss. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think both of those guys brought up, you know, two great things that, that I really miss about being in the office with everybody. Obviously the people here are really what makes coming to work here every day is as, as amazing as it is. Um, and Steve brings up a great point. You know, I completely forgot that it was even, you know, a thing that happened here is sometimes when you're between phone calls, but you hear someone else uh, across the room on a phone call and you can't hear what the other, what the person on the other end of the phone is saying, but you know how the call is going. Uh, sometimes <laughs> you just kind of sit back and listen to it and laugh. Uh, at how they're handling it and kind of see their frustration sometimes. And as soon as they get off the phone, you know exactly what their reaction is going to be. So I think that's probably the thing that I miss the most. Yeah. And there's just no, there's no way to simulate that kind of camaraderie, no. that, that, that true sense of community that we're all kind of yearning for and we hope to return to. So in, in that spirit, I do have something, uh, well, I guess it's good uh, to simulate that. Um, we're going to talk about a normal business day for you guys, normal business day on the, on the floor. And I have some scenarios here prepared for you. Uh, Just basic information that you would be asked for on a typical call uh, day to day. But I, I, I'm failing myself right here because I certainly don't look like I'd be dressed on a normal work day. So let me do a quick costume change. Oh boy. Oh man. Love surprises. All right. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh. Good afternoon. Man, oh man. All right, guys. Nick, uh, you look great. <laughs> yeah, a little, little, little different. Um, so we're going to go through some scenarios. Uh, one of the things you know, that we do is, is recommend coatings for folks, and, and uh, we get those inquiries every day. So we put a couple together. Uh, we're going to go around the horn. Uh, I'll tell you who's up. Uh, I'm going to give you the scenario, and then uh, you're going to give me you know, the questions like the, the you know, an- answers that you need um, from the customer. Okay. Gotcha. Does that work? Let's do it. All right. Scenario number one, my prospect's having a tank design and specifically said he needs chemical resistance. He says the Teflon works. He has other tanks in his facility that need to be coated as well. Patrick. All right. First thing we need to know is what are the chemicals that are exposed there and what's the operating temperature? If you can give us the concentration of those chemicals, that's also helpful. It helps us narrow down the, um, 
you know, the coating set that could be available. Okay, just need one. All right, you got it. chemical, uh, chemicals and concentration. Perfect. All right, Tyler. Uh, first thing I'm going to want to know is how we can get into those tanks. Uh, do they have any openings where I can get a spray gun in there or do they come part in half? Need to be able to spray the insides if that's what they're looking for. Excellent. Is there a man way? Perfect. Steve. Is there any uh, temperature limitations? Okay. And use temperature. Operating temp, service temp. Perfect. All right, Patrick, back around to you. Back around to me. Uh, so I guess what are, what are the part dimensions here? How thick is that metal? How big is the tank? Excellent. All right, Tyler, back to you. What's the substrate? Got to know what the tank's made of. Make sure it's good to coat. Okay. Can you give me another one that was similar to Patrick's? Uh, you have another one uh, offhand, Tyler? Yeah, I would say, uh, you know, a lot of times in these chemical tanks, sometimes they can't be removed. Um, so you got to make sure that they can actually take it out of operation and move it somewhere where it can be coated. Perfect. Steve? Uh, you mentioned that there were some other – Teflon has been shown to work. What other materials have been used in the past? Perfect. All right. Patrick? Are there any abrasion and durability concerns? There's obviously chemical exposure, but is there anything else, maybe like a grainy powder or sand or something like that? Okay, remember this is a tank, but we'll, we'll go with that. Okay. You guys need me to read the question again? <laughs> no, we're good. Okay, Tyler? Uh, are there any other coding options being considered currently that we're gonna be competing against? Competitive, excellent. All right, Steve? Man, running out of ideas here. Uh, is there any, any food contact? FDA compliance is a very big one, guys. Perfect. All right. Patrick, back to you. Uh, is there any cost limitations? What are your expectations to, uh, to, to spend on this uh, Teflon coating? Perfect. All right, Tyler, to you. We haven't already decided it. I think it's important to know, are they looking to code it themselves or are they going to need us to recommend an applicator near them? Excellent. Steve, back to you. Yeah, i tell you. Uh, is there, what's the, uh, the coding, the value of the coding to you? Okay. Value or price. Uh, okay. Excellent. Patrick. Oh, mayor coming down to the nitty gritty boys. Um, where are you located? Cause that also could like, is this like Tyler said, it kind of plays into what he said about needing an applicator. Well, okay. Located? That's a repeat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we already, we got applicators. So, all right. Patrick, sorry, buddy. We're going to have to eliminate I'm you on that one. All right, Tyler, uh, go ahead. Oh, I'll no. Um, well, I would say if you're looking for chemical resistance, it's going to come down to uh, most likely PFA. So do you have the ability to use powder in there, or do you are you going to need a liquid application? Because it can go either way between those two. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> could join all me. All right. Steve, go ahead. Can this tank uh, be removed from its location if it's in use? All right, that's a repeat. Tyler, give me sorry, one better sorry, one. Sorry. That's the uh, Tyler, give me one better one. Come on. I would say, do you have any uh, color preferences? Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So uh, in this round, we'll go ahead, Steve and, and uh, Tyler. You move on. Uh, Patrick, I'm sorry, sir. You've been eliminated. Great, great <laughs> answers, though. You had some great answers, but uh, ran out of ran out of ammunition, buddy. Oh, All right. So questions. <laughs> Here we go. Scenario number two. My prospect has an automotive spec and stated that he was just notified that the current coating is being eliminated. He wanted to know if we had a coating that offered great lubricity and durability. So this time around, we're going to go uh, uh, Steve first and then Tyler. Steve, go ahead. 
Yes, we do. We do have uh, a coating that, that would uh, fit that. Um, okay, what, something better than yes? <laughs> well, no. no we, are you looking for a coating recommendation? I'm sorry. You're, you're, Product you're, recommendation. You're trying to find out information about the job. Remember, this is the scenario. I need great lubricity and durability. What don't you know? The size of the parts. Perfect. Tyler? What are the parts that we're coating? Okay. Steve, back to you. It's the substrate of the parts. Okay. Tyler? Any temperature concerns? Temperature's always a, uh, a factor. Steve? Are there any cost concerns? Price. Excellent. Tyler? Uh, are we being evaluated alongside any other options? Okay. Steve? What was used previously that worked for you? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that, that's a good one, Steve. I'm going to say copy the spec. Remember, it's specification. So I'm, I'm going to put that on there. All right. So we've covered that one. Tyler. Gotcha. You're looking to do the application yourself or you need us to recommend an applicator for you? Okay. Steve? kind of time frame are we looking at starting this this uh work excellent good good very good answer tyler go ahead does the specification state how thick or thin the coating needs to be this is dft limitations perfect steve is there any color concerns color needs yeah i'm gonna give you a chance you have one other one <laughs> come on steve hmm Remember, we don't sell on color. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> oh, man. Um, who's the engineer I need to speak to? Who's my contact? Okay, we'll take that one. All right. Last minute save. Tyler. Uh, I'm assuming if you're going to be changing the spec, you're gonna be, you need to do some uh, tests and trials. So what does that process look like? Okay. Steve had time frame, but I'll give that. That's, that's you know you want to know what kind of tests you need to perform. Excellent, Steve. I can give a product recommendation right now. I need. <laughs> I'm teasing. Oh man. Got five seconds. Four, three, two, one. I'm out. Uh, congratulations, Tyler. Tyler, you have any more? <laughs> you want to give? Um, I was going to say, you're looking for lubricity. Is there a certain coefficient of friction that you're trying to be within? Um, test data. Test yeah, data. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. All right. Excellent. Tyler, congratulations. You are the winner Man. of our scenario, oh, awesome. uh, scenario Jeopardy. Uh, so, well you know, the trophy's in the mail. We'll send go. it out to you. Uh, appreciate everybody's involvement here. Uh, at this point, I'm going to turn it back over to Nick. Um, and uh, thank you, guys. You did a really good job. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Definitely solved you know, for that being the first one out. You know, he'll reach out to you if you oh. need to have fun. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I had to get that guest star in here. Uh, certainly can talk a little bit better than I can about this stuff. Thank you all. Thank all three of you for playing along with that and, and for and for talking to me today. Uh, this is the, the Deliver More series has been really cool so far as we're able to open up the doors uh, and, and you know even though we can't open our doors, but let people learn a little bit about you and put some. Um, faces and personalities with names that they're used to speaking to on the phone. So thank you guys for being here. Uh, I certainly want to thank Chris Lord and, uh, and, and Mike for uh, Mike Patterson for helping me uh, just prep to talk to you guys today. So uh, on behalf of Patrick and Steve Bucci and Tyler, I just want to say uh, thanks to everyone who uh, checked us out and listened. We're going to be back in December for another episode of deliver more uh, recorded right here in Delaware, Delaware. We'll see you next time guys. Bye. Thank you.